Welcome to Spoilers Please, where we have discussions involving any form of media that tells stories, usually movies or TV shows, and we'll do so with spoilers. You've been warned. Hello, my name is Albert. This is Jami. And for this episode, we are going to be talking about a movie where Spider-Man does this little stupid dance in the mm-hmm. in the street. And yeah, we're talking about Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 3. No, 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 no. We're actually talking about Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I'm glad. You, it doesn't sound like you put a lot of work in that one. Not really. All right, there you go. We're doing uh, Into the Spider-Verse. I just said that. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm trying. I'm, I'm giving you that just so you can edit your your part out in the beginning. It's oh, that's on. It's horrible. And, and, and full disclosure, we were one of the lucky ones who were able to get the advanced screening for uh, Spider Verse. Uh, so we're recording this a week early mm-hmm. before the official release. So you should be listening to this the same night as the official release. Yes. Hopefully you are. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, into the Spider Verse. Uh, Going into this movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> what did you, what were what, what what was going on in your head? I thought I would uh, watch a really pretty movie and stuff and stuff uh, because I uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, I saw the trailers obviously and stuff. It looked really pretty and stuff. And I I, I read most of the Spider Verse, so but I wasn't really expecting too much of the uh, straight adaptation of the Spider Verse storyline from the comics because that one involves you know vampires and stuff like that. I didn't think we would get that. Yeah, uh, we're not. Yeah, not. So, thank God we're not. Yeah, so uh, that's kind of what I was, I, and uh, I knew, of course, Miles' Miles' story, so I know a Spider-Man was going to die and stuff like that. So that's what I thought going in, and this thing exceeded my expectations. It's, it's, it's a great movie. It's a genuinely great movie. I can't wait to watch it again. I love it. Not only is it a great movie, but I will argue that this is the best comic book movie in 2018, the best superhero movie in 2018, mm-hmm. and probably the best Spider-Man movie ever so far. Yeah. I was I I probably need a little bit more time to reflect on it a little bit more. Uh, I still because I still love Spider Man too, but I would as of today I would say yeah, it's 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 probably it's probably the best Spider Man adaptation ever, and it's a, probably the best comic book adaptation ever in the sense that translating. No. <laughs> I think it is. I think it's just purely on visual stuff like that. Translating oh, that? Okay. translating the comic book reading experience to in movie form. Okay, it's the best, and I, I always, I always I thought. Animation is the best way to adapt a comic book. You know, I love those Marvel movies. I think some of the, the some of them are genuinely great movies and stuff like that. But to me, animation is the best way to translate the comic books. It's like it's like pure one hundred percent heroin. You know what I mean? It's 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 adaptation of comic book. Not that you would know form. what that is. Yeah. Huh? Not no, that you would no. know what pure one hundred percent heroin is. Nine more. I mean, come on. Yes, and we are talking about a movie where there's like comic book panels on the screen to emulate the mm-hmm. comic books. And yes, we are talking about Ang Lee's Hulk. Yeah. Yeah, Ang Lee was the yeah. one that mm-hmm. kind of did it first yeah. in a sense. But what's weird about his is he apparently did that after he shot the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then he found it. He, he decided to do that in, in the edits and stuff like that. Yeah. But well, this, this is a better way. This is a better... This is. Because once again, like you said, uh, you can get away with a lot with animation. Mm-hmm. You know, there are probably some angles here in animation that was done cheaper than they would in live action. However, supposedly this this movie took a lot of time just to make yeah. the, because of the animation style in the first place. Mm-hmm. This is also arguably the best way of, of doing cel-shaded CG animation mm-hmm. on, on any visual form. Yeah. Because they always look janky, and this is the first time it looked actually like it made sense. It looks right. Yeah, it's, it's just gorgeous to look at. You can watch this movie... Without any of the sound, actually, you know what I mean. You can just purely look at it and just be um, 
uh, Marvel. I mean, just Marvel at it. It's just it's just gorgeous the way it's. Yeah, it's, it's, it's also it's, quite it amazing. It's amazing. It's incredible yeah, it's and stuff like that. It's spectacular. It's uncanny. Well, that's the way. That's the X Men. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's great. It's, it's great. Peter Parker, the spectacular. Oh, yeah, yeah. that doesn't work. Yeah. But it's one of those. It's a movie. It's an, the animation. Uh, continue. I mean, as you watch the movie, it continuously comes up with innovation and stuff like that. The first 10, 15 minutes, it, they establish. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, Miles Morales' world, what it looks like, what it feels like, stuff like that. But then it keeps ratcheting up the animation. It keeps throwing new idea, new concepts at you. Once he gets bitten by the spider, the the thought pa- uh, the what call the uh, not thought balloons, but the the onomatopoeia. The, the onomatopoeia comes out. Anomatopoeia. The third person narration comes out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it, stuff like that. So it, it it's not just it's just just beautiful. It's wonderful. And then when the other spider. Uh, uh, Spider-Man come in. They bring their reality into Miles's uh universe. For example, uh, Peter Porker and stuff like that. Spider Ham. He he acts and behaves as a, as a uh, as Warner a Bros. cartoon character. as a yeah. cartoon. And his and his reality, the way he functions in Miles's world, is still of a cartoon. You know what I mean? It's just incredible. It's just it's which just I would argue that wasn't even in the Spider Ham comic books. Mm-hmm. I don't remember him carrying big giant mouths in the Spider Ham comic book. I pretty sure there wasn't. I, it's been a while since I read a Spider-Ham comic. It was comic. done straight, if I remember correctly. Yeah, but since then, you when you go into the Spider-Ham universe, I think his world, when you go into his uh, universe, it, it, it the logic is uh, of a comic book, of a Warner Brothers cartoon. From what I remember from the past time I read it, which was back in the 80s. Yeah. Um, so one of the first comics was pretty I read. Much essentially, it was essentially pretty much the Spider-Man comic books. Mm-hmm. Except he's a pig. Yeah, he's a pig. So, yeah. yeah. It, but, it, it wasn't like they, they increased the, the ratio of comic jokes. Mm-hmm. He's just a pig. That's yeah. all. Mm-hmm. And just uh, uh, since you mentioned it, actually, the first two comic books I read as a little kid, uh, when, when I was probably six or seven, something like that, is number one, the Transformers comic book, and number okay. two, Spider-Ham. Oh, really? Yeah, Spider-Ham. Huh. So this is a very personal movie for me. It's like, hey, it's Spider-Ham. It's, it's unbelievable. It's great. Nice. And th- and also when uh, what do you call? One of my one of my favorite jokes is when Spider Noir gets introduced and stuff yes. like that. They they go, hey, why is your why, is, is not even why is your raincoat kind of in the wind and stuff like? That? We're in an apartment. Where's the wind coming from? Well, I think they're, 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 they weren't in an apartment. They were yeah. underground. Yeah. Like, there, but there's no wind. Yeah. And one of the best on ongoing running jokes is like he tries to. Um, Put together a Rubik's cube, right? But, but he's in black and white. He can't yeah. see color and stuff like that. <laughs> he can't see color. It's so good. It's so good. So it's so good. Yeah. And all the different, uh, all the different Spider-Mans come together. Like I said, it's all different animation uh, styles and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yep. It's you know, Spider-Ham's a cartoon. Uh, film noir is black and white and the monochrome kind of a style. The Japanese anime has its own uh, style too. It's 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 incredible. It's, it's and it all exists. In Miles Morales' universe and stuff like that. It's great. Right. They all Fantastic. kind of just blend in. And, yeah. and because it's animation, naturally. Yeah, it's seamless. It's yeah. just seamless and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it's really good. But but like I said earlier, when you were saying that this is the most um, literal, was that what we were saying? Faithful. Faithful translation. I think in spirit and in, in uh, animation style to the comic books, yes. Story-wise, I'm sure there are a bunch of nerds out there that was like, but that didn't happen in the comic books where are the, the vampires trying to get the Spider-Man. Yeah. You know that I don't think I think there will be people complaining about that. Well, they're idiots. You okay. know, and I mean they're already like like arguing about like okay, is this Peter Parker the Chris Pine Peter Parker? Is he the Peter Parker from the from the Sam Raimi movies? No, and he's not. not. Yeah, but but I know the the movie alludes to the whole scene with Spider Man Two where he saves the train. Mm-hmm. It alludes to Spider Man Three with the dancing scene, which yes. is my joke in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But it's not that Spider Man. It's mm-hmm. like it's just it's a meta. It's just meta humor. Yeah, yeah. it's also. 
because it's a multiverse, uh, certain uh, Spider-Man experience same things and stuff like that, but it's not not everything's like a one one to one connection. You know what I mean? It's not. Oh, I would argue that those jokes in the beginning were technically one to one, but not in the context of that's is that Spider-Man? Right. I just don't. I just don't. I don't take. I don't. Like it's a multiverse, so it's an infinite possibility. I Correct. I don't take it. I don't take it that that seriously and stuff like that. Yeah. And who really Sam? They they in the in the workout. Actually, when I saw when I realized uh, uh, Chris Pine Spider Man is gonna die, or whatever. It's I realized uh, woodcut uh, when he, he takes off the mask. That's actually more of an homage to Ben Riley. I think that's 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 Ben Riley's Spider Man. Oh, Ben Riley's blonde. Yeah, Ben Riley's blonde. Blonde himself. Yeah, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. yeah. So that's a like a little bit of homage to uh, not so much Peter Parker was, but it's uh, Ben Riley. And also right. in this one, they they visually they they did a visual nod to the six one six universe, the regular comic book universe. Yeah, they pointed it out. But, yeah, but none none of the six one six characters are actually in the movie. Yeah. But yeah. which is kind of funny because there are some reviewers out there that are saying, "Oh yeah, the 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 Spider-Man that dies here is the one from the one that people are more familiar with the comic books." And I'm like, "No, it's not. No, it's not. Co- comic book Spider-Man is not blonde. <laughs> yeah, so it's not blonde. And also, yeah. except for Ben Ben Parker. Yeah, and also he, the uh, Peter Parker in our six one six universe doesn't really uh, does he marry Mary Jane at at that young an age? I know they get married eventually. No, no, he, he well he was married, but it was retro because yeah. of. Of uh, Mephisto, yeah, a whole thing. Yeah, also, oh, sorry, I just want to mention one, one more thing. This uh, Miles Morales is also not the same one as the as ultimate one, yeah, as the ultimate one too. It's a, it's a, it's a different uh, Miles Morales. Yeah, it's a, I also just for the hardcore nerds out there, this is called an adaptation. It's, it's a, adapting a story. Right. That's how adapt, adaptation works. Maybe. Yeah, and yeah. the article I hear is like, oh, uh, Peter Peter Parker didn't even notice that. When Gwen, when Gwen Stacy introduced herself as Gwen Stacy, he didn't even bat didn't his matter. eye. So, what, he doesn't know Gwen Stacy? Yeah. But th- that's why they specifically said Peter B. Parker. Yeah. Like, if he was our par- Peter uh, Peter Parker, they would just said Peter Parker. Yeah. And like right. that goes back to what I said earlier about, like, not every Peter Parker in every universe is going to have uh, follow the same kind of storyline. Not everyone was going to meet a Gwen Stacy and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I mean, majority of it probably will, but not all of them. I didn't... I, I thought about that for a second, but then I didn't realize... Like I said, not every Peter Parker is going to make a meet out Gwen Stacy. That's not. It's not. I I don't dock points for that. The important scene, the important part of it is actually when he has a beat with uh, 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 May Parker. You know what I mean? With uh, Aunt May and stuff like that. Because because Aunt May is should be a constant. You know what I mean? In in Peter Parker, Peter you know Peter Parker's life through any multiverse. You know what I mean? This Aunt May also is kind of like an homage to the Ultimate Spider-Man Aunt May. Mm-hmm. Where she knows their secret identity, she's actually like a participating member of like the right. people who take care of Spider Man. They also de age her a little bit and stuff like that. They don't make it as as uh, as as old as common. Well, the Ultimate Spider Man, she wasn't as old yes. as the regular six one six Spider Man, yeah. you know. And but uh, speaking of homages too, the whole thing with with blonde with Chris Pine Spider Man dying, mm-hmm. that is an homage to Ultimate Spider Man, where he died because he was fighting against the villains. Yeah, the villains killed him, mm-hmm. and then at this one, same thing too. The villains killed him. I do have a question though. Uh, when uh, Peter Parker died in this one, uh, Green Goblin also dies in that same fight, right? That's why he didn't come back later on. That that's that's what happened, right? Is that what happened? Yeah, because there's a reason why Green Goblin didn't come back into. Uh, that's a good point too. Yeah, because I I, I, just, I just I don't know if you noticed, but I I kind of I kind of feel like they the, the two characters that died in that scene was Green Goblin and and Peter Parker. Oh, that's interesting. You're right because yeah. he just suddenly disappeared. Yeah. Right. Didn't okay. notice that. Yeah, well, there you go. That's what I'm here for, Albert. I'm sure to help you out. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 like I said, before we we completely fanboy on this movie, um, it's such a great movie. It is such a great. I'm movie. I'm gonna watch it again and again. But uh, I, I will, I will. When the two negatives, I will say. 
No. Um, oh, so negative. Oh, you know, negative story. Well, maybe, right. just, maybe just one. Mm-hmm. Not a fan of Kingpin's character design. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't have to be that big and fat. Because yeah. first off, it's not fat, it's muscle. Yeah. But but I was hoping they, they go for the for the uh the the Del, 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 Del Toro. The one from Daredevil. Oh yeah. Which which Daredevil? Uh, Oh, Mar- oh, Vincent D'Onofrio? D'Onofrio. I okay. was hoping they go for the D'Onofrio car- kind, of, kind of character design. Mm-hmm. But no, they went for this cartoonish, like, cartoonishly yeah. big kingpin. It's a little bit big. It, yeah. Way too big. He, like, he wouldn't fit in the car. In, I a mean, com- in the comic books, they make him big, and they also make him physically intimidating. But they make him like this a sumo wrestler. Yeah, this is just This is not a sumo wrestler. This is yeah. like a giant of a person. I believe that there's a shot where you see his shoulders being above like his head. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah I, I, I what think, is he, the blob? Yeah. <laughs> the design is a bit I think much. the blob so. is like sh- smaller than he is. <laughs> I do like the fact, I yeah, they could have scaled him down and still convey the fact that he's dangerous and he's muscular and he's, right. he's very powerful and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, that, I agree. That, that was my that yeah, was, that's that, point. That was point. God damn you. And what's so, the other thing you didn't like? Well, my second one was about what you said in Berlin, which, is, which isn't really my complaint about mm-hmm. how it's not accurate to the comic books. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, speaking well, of not accurate to comic books, I kinda, I'm kind of sad that Genki was given the short shrift. Yeah. I guess maybe because... Um, uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming kind of stole that that right. character already in a sense that mm-hmm. they didn't want to repeat it in this right. one. That's, that's maybe my, that, that's it. That's that's my impression. But that's then, of course, they've been they've been doing this movie for the past what six years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. but they can edit the part. They could. I think when Homecoming came out, they might have edited whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think so. yeah. My uh, two my kind of complaints are uh, a couple of beats didn't quite hit like they should. Uh, the one is the Japanese uh, Penny Parker and stuff like that. Oh, okay. But, yeah, when Penny, it seems like all the Spider. Uh, men got the uh, Spider Man got the moment. I did. I, I just feel. I think so. only three of them did. No, I think Spider Ham. You get him film. Uh, Spider Noir. You get him. But the thing is, <laughs> I don't think a Penny get, got hers in the sense that when her her machine, her robot died at the end, she's crying obviously. But I think you need another moment before that so you can feel the connection between. Her and her robot, you know what I mean? Correct. Because it's kind of weird where it's her, her spider is actually it's, the spider is actually running the, the robot, the robot, right? Right. And then it's actually, so it's actually a three way partnership and stuff like that. So I think you need a moment before that because everything else about her is kind of like caricatures of Japanese anime, yeah, anime that's true. girls and stuff like that. Yeah. I thought she needed one more thing to add a little bit of death. There's another beat that doesn't really kind of pay off, doesn't make a lot of sense, is when uh, Gwen Stacy gets introduced to Miles Morales and she didn't want to she didn't want to use her name Gwen Stacy for, for whatever reason. Right, because she's in disguise. She's in Yeah, but why that only makes sense if there is if a Gwen re- Stacy yeah, yeah. If I know that, that that joke only works because we know who Gwen Stacy is. Yeah, exactly. That's right. a that's a meta joke to the audience. But in the reality of this movie, there should they shouldn't have to hide her name and stuff like that. You, yeah. should know, you know what I mean? So I feel like there's a scene missing. There's a something missing there. You know what I mean? There's, it might have been edited out and stuff like that. But but those are kind of my those are my kind of complaints and stuff like that. But they're kind of minor. They're not. They don't yeah. affect my overall experience. Which oh, one more complaint. Uh, I don't understand where. The spider came from that bit Miles Morales. It's obviously not the one that bit Peter Parker because it's been years since that spider. Well, Alchemex is what they implied, right? But Al- Malcolm, no mention of what what Alchemex is in the exactly. Because yeah. if you just take the uh, movie at face value, the Alchemex is just focusing on multidimensional stuff. You know what I mean? So were they also doing uh, a science wait, 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 wait. But the, the the thing with Kingpin and Doc Ock that is an Alchemex, right? I thought it was. It was it. I think it is, isn't it? Huh. Is, is it? Is it? Is it? Kingpin? Was it really that? Was it really not that clear? 
I yeah. thought it wasn't because well, maybe I'm missing comic books and the and the movie. But the comic books, Alchemist is a whole different is a whole different company that ties into the after credits. Right. I'm just. I'm just. Let's just run through the plot a little bit then. Okay. All right. Correct me if if any of this is wrong. Uh, Al- Alchemix is a company that's working on interdimensional stuff, right? And then Kingpin was funding. Uh, Alchemist's uh, what you call it experiments, so they can do multi-dimensional things, so he can go get his uh, get his wife and kid again, right? Okay, no, okay? That, that makes sense to me. And then, all right, the, and the reason, and his goons are with him, uh, Prowler, t- uh, Tombstone, and the reason why was it? Okay, the Tombstone, yeah, right? Yeah. And the reason why, uh, what you call it, Prowler took Peter Park, I mean Miles Morales, to that area to do graffiti is because he's been around the Alchemix uh, lab, and then. So he found so he so he knows that area, and that's why he took Miles Morales to spray paint that area, right? You right. know what I mean? And then the spider comes in. That only makes sense if if their Alchemex was doing a lot of different kind of genetic experiments. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they never went back to that. That's that's what I'm saying. I don't know where that spider came from. I just don't know where that spider came from. Hmm. So I don't know. It, it, it could just be once again. I mean, the movie does like playing on the meta humor mm-hmm. and the assumption that we we know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. So maybe it could be as simple as like we don't need to explain that. It does just yeah. the way it is. Yeah, kind of thing. I mean, uh, Spider Spider Forty Two. They went even more specific. Yeah, right. Um, but sp- speaking of uh, speaking of meta stuff, it does it does seem like like uh, the it also plays in the whole like oh here's another Spider Man origin. Mm-hmm. So this movie has yes. multiple Spider Man origins yeah. as a joke, kind of yeah. like and once again, you know, kind of, and once again, kind of thing. So it's great. I, I do, I do like that. I, and this is a hallmark of uh, uh, Miller and Lord. You know what I mean? Right. Miller, Miller and Lord. I, I, I don't, I, I don't want to short sh- shift or short change the three directors and the writer and stuff like that. But to me, this is the, Lord and Miller's fingerprints are all over this because you know? they do a lot of meta, they do a lot of genre humor, and and they have a way of doing it. Where it's not just like haha, you know, joke, 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 or being sarcastic or looking down. They can, they can, they do jokes or they do tell stories where they recognize the genre, but they also move it forward. You know, it's part of the storytelling. You know what I mean? They do it in a way that's really good. It's, well, it's really good. and sometimes they actually just do big joke. I mean, the joke about Comic Con. Yeah. What's a Comic Con? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the thing is, it's all it's all within the context of the story. Like it reminds me of like Twenty One Jump Street too. Like I said, they're making fun of Twenty One Jump Street and this whole thing. But that's not so condescending. It just but it always feels like it's part of the story. You know what I mean? They always they never lose sight of the story and the characters and stuff like that. Because you know this story has an arc. You know what I mean? Right. Miles Morales has has an arc. I do like the fact that they did the Daredevil season one thing where he doesn't get his suit until the very end. You know what I mean? I thought it was a very good cool. Oh, that is true. That is yeah. true. And then and it's also different than what uh the six point six six point six. What's the ultimate universe is uh, I forgot the number. I forgot but, the number. But the, but yeah. the ultimate universe is Miles Morales has a different costume than this. So yeah. they, that's another way of them differentiating that oh this is not your Miles Morales. Yeah. And it's also it, it, they incorporate Ma- this Miles Morales' personality into it because he kind of spray paints the Spire logo onto that onto that costume and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And from what, I, from what I can tell is Peter Parker's Spider-Man outfit just shrunk to his size. Hey, hey, hey! Don't <laughs> don't overthink this, man. This again, this is not cinema sense. This is not cinema sense. I know. I know stop I know, it. Stop I it. I, it's anyway, I also like the fact that Mary, uh, like like when they first met May Parker, you know, she knows. She's like, oh, it's gonna be hard to explain that, that you're from another dimension, you know. Yeah. It's like, oh, never mind, you know. Oh yeah, that's another great thing about this 
movie. They explain they they explain so much in this movie, so many high so many concepts, but they do it such in such a way with such energy. The movie the movie just goes along, you know what I mean? Yeah. They when they when they introduce every Spider-Man, they have the same montage, and that's a way of explaining the multiverse and stuff like that, which is a very heady concept for most audiences. And they do it with such energy. It's it's great. It's easy to understand. It's fast paced because uh, sometimes when you do. Like different dimensions, it can be kind of like you know heavy. It can be very serious. You know what I mean? People walking through portals, giant music going. You know, you know so this one they just do it fast, 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 yeah. and it, it just, and it just moves and stuff like that. You understand what's going on? Just like they I'm never lost. Succinctly, succinctly. Yeah, it's succinctly. a simple story. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's a simple story where you know Peter Parker dies, tells Miles Morales to to, to finish the job. Other Spider Man comes in and help. That's it. It's a very simple story. Yeah, it is. It is. But they do it so efficiently, so energetically. You're yeah. just kind of like. In there from beginning to end, and uh, speaking of origin story, I like I like neo noirs, new spi uh, spider yeah. spider noirs <laughs> joke about like Moss Morales origin story. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty hardcore origin that's story. Hardcore. <laughs> I like it when he explains his word. Sometimes I burn a match just so I can feel something. I'm like oh, oh yeah, it's so good. So, and it's Nicholas Cage too. Yeah, Nicholas Cage, yeah. And what's great? Oh, I forgot. To, I forgot uh, to mention one of the things I liked about uh, uh, Peter Parker and uh, Miles Morales's. Uh, when they first introduced, you mean Jake Johnson? No, no, no the Chris Pine, Chris Spider Pine one. Okay. Yeah, I like. There's a, I think there's a cliche where, or there's a trope where, uh, the the rookie or the young guy will do something to have the older guy die. You know what I mean? Because I thought uh, Miles Morales was, was going to get jump in there and he was going to what do you call it? He was accidentally caused Peter Parker's death and stuff like that. But no, they avoided that kind of that cliche and trope. It's uh, what do you call it? It's it it they made it seem like it's a mantle, uh, like. Spider-Man is a mantle, you know what I mean? Because because they because once Spider-Man recognized Miles Morales has the power and stuff like that, he gives him responsibility to finish the mission. You know what I mean? He right. it, it wasn't driven by guilt. Like he kills Peter Parker now, he has to go finish Peter Parker's mission. You know what I mean? It's a responsibility, and that and that's in line with Spy, uh, Stan Lee and Steve Dickel's uh, vision of Spider-Man. You know, it's, it's responsibility. It's something you, ha you you have to do. You know what I mean? It's not motivated by guilt necessarily. You know what I mean? True, true, yeah. and also like the I also like the fact that when 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 um, Chris Pine Spider Man was pinned underneath the rubble and whatnot, mm -hmm. and Miles Morales like like you need help, I need to yeah. get your help. Like don't worry, I always get up. Yeah, which is the whole team of Sp Spider Man and yeah. suddenly and Steve Ditko Starkin. Yeah. He's always on his luck, but he will always get up. Yeah. But in this case, did luck. quite get up. Yeah, his luck ran out. Yeah, his luck ran out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then the opposite is the Jake Johnson Spider Man, the Peter B Parker, mm -hmm. where he kind of just like is a very luckluster gave up kind of mm -hmm. Spider Man. But he's still Spider-Man. And by the way, going from Chris Pine to Jake Johnson, yeah, is is good. It's good. Stuff. It is. It it's is good. Because you in real life, you imagine Chris Pine, yeah, being blonde, being really great at his job, and then Jake yep. Johnson, yeah, you imagine him kind of like you know a little uh, losing, being a little bit lost, a little, a little too much pizza, gaining a little weight and stuff. That's good. I, I did like that too. They made him fatter. They yeah. uh they they aged him by like five years or something. I think like that. more than that. I think ten yeah. years. And then I like the quick backstory where where yeah he broke up with Mary Jane. Yeah. You know all these all these little things that happened. Like yeah, I kind of like that. And I yeah. guess he he doesn't care about wearing pajamas in his Spider Man yeah. outfit. And it's also what's great is he also recognizes all the Spider Man tropes because he's been Spider Man for a lot of years. Remember they break into the lab and says, you know what's gonna happen? <laughs> right. <laughs> A's gonna happen. B's gonna happen. I'm gonna look at the password. C's gonna happen. Yeah, it's yeah. great stuff. Like yeah. I said, it just goes back to Lauren Miller. They know. 
when they take on a project, they know exactly what the tropes are. You know, I mean, they can comment yeah. on it and they can make fun of it, but they also tell a story and moves it forward and stuff. Like that. It's great yeah, stuff. But apparently, not for Star Wars. But I, besides I, that, besides that, <laughs> it makes me actually angry after I watch. It. I think it, it, it makes me angry that they got kicked off Star Wars now. You no, know what it, mean? it made me understand why they got kicked out of Star no. Wars. No, <laughs> but then they're doing new stuff, man. They're doing new shit. They can't. And hence why it, I mean, oh, it, it makes you understand why Captain me, Kennedy kicked them out. It makes me angry, man. It makes me angry. <laughs> it makes me angry. It's this is. It's a fantastic movie. It is. But are we giving Lord and Miller too much credit, though? I mean, like you said, there are three different directors and there are different writers for this thing. Yeah. Besides one, of the, one of the writers is uh, Lord and Miller and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. there's, oh, that, there's that then. Yeah. But I will because uh, unfortunately, for better, they are the constant. You know what I mean? Because the other other people that worked on it, I'm not that familiar with their work. I know one of them directed uh, the, the Del Toro animation one, the Guardians of the something something. Oh, really? Yeah. So anyway, but I'm only giving them a, a lot of credit or pointing them out. It was because, like I said, they're a constant. I'm, I'm familiar with Plus their it work. Plus, it does feel like a Lord yeah. Miller project. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, I yeah. mean, sometimes the producer gets more credit than they deserve. But mm-hmm. in this case, it does seem like they're pretty yeah. hands-on. On yeah, it. they're pretty hands-on because they did, like I said, they had a hand in the writing and stuff like that. This is great stuff. I really liked it and stuff like that. I really, really love this movie. So did I, so did I. The humor is top-notch. And I also like the whole chemistry between Gwen Stacy and Miles Morales, mm-hmm. which I didn't see coming because I don't remember seeing that in the comic book. It's in the comic books now. It is now? I don't know when the last I, I, It's been like four years since I read that. Yeah, it's a recent time. development, yeah. Oh. Last couple of years, yeah. They're jumping between dimensions. Gwen Stacy is still in her universe. Uh, Miles Morales got his universe merged with the 616, but they do uh, jump around between. And so he's actually visited her in her universe, uh, and then they have a like a, a, kind of a bud, budding romance going on. It's good stuff. Okay. Isn't Gwen Stacy older than Miles Morales? Or, yeah. is, or is Spider-Gwen just a teenage so it's, it's it's just like in the movie. I think she is older by like, not, but not that much, like a year or a so year. So this must be really awkward for the 616 Spider-Man seeing Spider-Gwen then. Uh, I don't, in the, comic, in the po- comics I've read, I don't think they've interacted yet, but yeah. That's, well, didn't they interact in Spider-Verse? In Spider-Verse. Oh, but, oh, oh I'm sorry. But uh, Spider-Man, the 616 Spider-Man did visit Miles Morales's Oh, uh, yeah, And those are actually really good storylines. Yeah, yeah. And, and they, they actually kind of do a little bit of that in this movie. Because mm-hmm. in that comic book, uh, older 616 Peter Parker visited uh, Ultimate Spider-Man's May, Aunt May mm-hmm. in the front lawn. Yeah, right, right, right. Right, and they kind of replicated that in this movie. Yeah. In a way. In a way, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I did I did like that a lot. Yeah, and then in that story, I believe she, he also did meet Gwen Stacy. I'm not 100% sure. Maybe they didn't. I, I know it was... No, 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 no. It was the opposite. He didn't meet Mary Jane because Mary Jane refused to... Yeah, she ran away. ...to meet yeah, yeah. this Peter yeah. Parker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good stuff. It's all good stuff. And I guess yeah. that's spoilers for the Ultimate Con. If Thanks. you're not reading yeah. the Ultimate Con- comic book Spider-Man, read it. It's a really good run of Spider-Man. Yeah, it's to me, it's a definitive uh, yep, definitive here. run of Spider-Man. I always said Brian Michael Bendis kind of made a better Spider-Man than Stanley even did. Yeah. there's a, I, This is on the Geek History Lesson podcast. They mentioned that if you're if you're, you've never read Spider-Man, you're not familiar with Spider-Man, there is a you can just read Ultimate Spider-Man 1 through Miles Morales and stuff like that, and yeah. you can have a complete understanding of the Spider-Man character. That's yeah. That's all you need. Really. Brian Michael Bendis got it. I mean, yeah, it's, it's great. He really understood Spider-Man. It's, yeah, it's one of the definitive runs in... Uh, in comics, it's up there with uh, whatever Jack and Cur- uh, Stan and Jack Kirby did. Yeah, you mean uh, Steve Ditko? Well, well, I'm saying I'm talking about great runs in comics. Oh, right? great runs! Yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah, you got, yeah. You got you got Chris Claremont's run in Kanye X Men. You got Brian Michael Bendis' run in Ultimate Spider Man. Yeah, exactly. It's it's up there with one of the great. No, runs. no, but he created Miles Morales. Yeah, you know, like people complain about, oh, you're just ethnicizing uh, all these classic superheroes, mm-hmm. but no, he created a Miles Morales. You know, and mm-hmm. and yeah, 
it's a black it's a black slash Puerto Afro, Rican Afro Latino Afro Latino character, and yet it almost seems like it's baiting for, polit- for political correctness. Mm-hmm. But he's his own character. He's now a good example of what it takes to make a good ethnic superhero character. Yeah, it's just a great character. It's a great character. It's a, it's a great character. And it is a great adaptation of, a, a, a great modernization of Spider-Man and stuff like that. People have mentioned that, hey, if you were going to do a Spider-Man character nowadays, if you go to Queens, because Spider-Man's always from Queens, New York, you go there, yeah, it's, the chances are it's going to be Miles Morales, someone that looks like Miles Morales versus someone that's going to look like Peter Parker. You know what I mean? It's it's just the way of the world. It's it's a modern. It's a you're creating a modern character of modern times. And yeah, Miles Morales. It's and Miles Morales is a great great character. And stuff. It's one. Of the, yes, yeah. and then we were talking about this after we saw the movie. But uh, did Sony just completely steal Marvel Studios' thunder on yeah. creating a live action Miles Morales? There's no reason why Miles. I mean, the MCU can. There's no. I don't think they can. I don't know how they can integrate Miles Not after anymore. this. Yeah, Not to after me, this. Yeah, this is a definitive. Origin movie. story, yeah, yeah, for movie version of Miles yeah. Morales. The only thing that they could do to me is they they would probably spend uh, or have a, a, a stronger emphasis on on Peter Parker's death. That's the one thing that this movie doesn't really do because it doesn't. It doesn't well, it's, it's it not happens story, very not briefly. Yeah, it's, it's not his story. They, 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 they should, I'm saying there, there shouldn't be a focus on Peter Parker's death, but that's what the MCU can do. They can build up Peter Parker over the next few years and give him a very big death and bring in Miles Morales towards like towards the end of it. You know what I mean? But they they can't rehash what what they, they did. did in what this they movie. just did here, yeah. Yeah, it's because this is a definitive origin. They they could make it more accurate to the ultimate Spider-Man Miles Morales mm-hmm. version of the story. It could, but that, that that lends itself more to a live action movie than than the Spider Verse thing yeah. did. I do believe in a version. I do believe the MCU is going in a direction where they're going to build up Spider Man a lot, and they're going. He's going to have a big rogue gallery, and the rogue gallery is going to team up and 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 kill Spider Man. Well, here's hoping Sony renews the contract with Marvel then about the whole like, yeah, yeah go ahead and use our character, because yeah. after their successes with Venom yeah. and uh, hopefully Spider Verse. Uh, will Sony now like egg yeah. Spider-Man but, go hey you know how we said we, you can use our character not yeah. anymore but there's a one, I, have, I do have one question though I don't know if you know the answers but my understanding is Marvel still retains the animator rights to all their characters you know what I mean so Sony had to get permission for them to make this movie right Myers that's my that was my understanding like I guess so like that could be the whole in associated with Marvel's studios part yeah. or whatever in the intro yeah but I do feel like if they if Disney wanted to do any if they want to do an animated X-Men movie before they bought out Fox, they could have done it, right? Because that's my understanding. Like, yeah, yeah, because they were doing that already with the, anim- with the animated series. And stuff. Yeah. Anyway, oh, something else I want to mention that's great about this movie is that I did not see coming as I was going to the, uh, going to see the movie is the editing. The editing also is brilliant. It's oh, yeah. Oscar caliber. Yeah. It's create a lot of energy, a lot of uh, uh, excitement, and a lot of storytelling is through editing. There's a, there's a 15, 15, 30 second Edit of uh, of Kingpin's origin, where he's clicking the pen three times. Oh right, that's right. brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant. Everything you need to know about Kingpin's motivation in this movie is covered within thirty seconds of, of three clicks of the pen. And that's the power of animation. That's the power of uh, of of editing and stuff like that. That's just an example of how brilliant, brilliant the editing of this movie is. It's it's yeah. it's gorgeous. Well, stuff. I mean, technically, you could do that in live action, but it's just easier to do it animation. Yeah, but the thing is, if they would shoot this. And if they were to shoot this in in live actions with CGI and all that stuff, it would cost like a billion dollars. You know what I mean? That's, that whole train sequence where they dragged, when Miles kind of drags Peter Parker through and stuff like that, that's almost impossible. There's a version of that with the Oc, Doc Ock fight in Spider-Man 2. And this one is just on a different level. You know what I mean? The animation here, the angles, the 
the the energy is great. It's just oh, impossible. speaking of, speaking of dark arc, yeah, that that, that was a That's surprise good. to both of us, yeah, right? It yeah. was female. I had no idea, no idea. I had no, I didn't see so that coming. Yeah, yeah, it's so bright. It's I, so I suppose bright. if I read the IMDb cast listing, I would have figured it out. That's why you don't but, read it in advance. But just so you don't do it in advance, yeah. yeah. But but yeah, it's like it was kind of interesting how they did they did that. I'm like, oh, as soon as you said Octavia, it's like, oh, yeah. That's I think, I think me and Jamie both instantly at the same time go, oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's a nice adaptation of his arms because his arms are usually supposed to be like adamantium, adamantium and metal and stuff like that. This is more of a polymer and stuff like plastic and stuff like that. Right, right, right. It's great stuff. It's just fantastic stuff. I had no idea that was coming. And it's, wow, that's a delight. That's a surprise and, and a delight. And I'll, I'll just go back to the animation again. Uh, after I saw Spider-Man into Spider-Man, I went back and watched some uh, Pixar, some recent, recent Disney animation. And all that stuff is great. It looks beautiful and stuff like that. But what this movie does with the camera angles, the way it shoots and stuff like that, the way it's not tethered down to like you know it goes left and right you know what i mean it's just aggressive it's moving it's all these different angles at you it's 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 just beautiful stuff it's 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 revolutionary stuff to me it seems like because a lot of the Pixar stuff they're they're emulating real life mm-hmm. into cg this one is emulating comic books yeah into cg yeah so that's why it has a dynamic energetic kinetic yeah. look and when we say adapting to real life it means uh like the way they shoot um, the way we look at life, you know what I mean. We look at love. We look at life sort of like at, at, from our perspective, like like human height. You know what I mean? Correct. You know what I mean? And it goes left and right and all that stuff. This one is adapting comic books. We we could an animation because it, it life in in that comic book route is at different angles. You know what I mean? Spider Man's right. like ten stories in the air. He's always moving and stuff like that. It's it's shooting it from that perspective. Not only that, but in comic books, when you oh, when you turn the page, a whole page has like multiple panels already. Mm-hmm. So just by a glance, you can see like multiple things happen at one time. Yeah, and you can't do that in real life. But mm-hmm. in a comic book, you could. And this animation animated version of the Spider Man, it kind of does that. Like mm-hmm. it, it tosses multiple things at you at one time, mm-hmm. like a comic book page. Yeah, would. and it it, it 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 lets your eyes figure out where to look and stuff yeah. like that. You know what I mean? It, it's it's just good stuff. And there and there's there are pan- when when Miles Morales. You see him fully formed in that uh, in his costume, jumping out at you. That's directly from like a comic book panel or a comic book cover. I think you know, it's just gorgeous stuff. Oh, the the combo fight at the end, yeah, where where they were taking turns punching. Yeah, what's his face? That, that was just brilliant. I love yeah. that. Oh, the action well, sequences here are great. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah they're really great. They're they're really they would be so hard to pull off in live action. It's possible, like you said, yeah. but they, they would have spent so much money yeah. trying to pull to replicate it. And at the end of the day, this, and they and the thing is, they never lose sight of the fact that it's a it's a character driven story. It's 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 uh, they all have this. Miles Brown has a beautiful arc where he yeah. he feels like he's finally accepted in a, in a, in a world and stuff like that. Not and, only that, but Jake Johnson's Spider Man actually has his own yeah. little arc as well. Yeah, they sneak that in there and stuff like that. It's it, it's a, towards like the very end. You realize he doesn't want to go back to his universes because not because he's uh, he's not. Not not only because he's, he wants to sacrifice himself and all that, he doesn't want to face Mary Jane. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? He doesn't want to face that life that he had uh, in his universe and stuff. He like wants that. to run away. Yeah, exactly. It's like good. a lot of Spider Men end up having to decide on like, should I just run away from this or should yeah. I fight back? It's beautiful stuff. Yeah, yeah. You, they sneak his little storyline in there. You don't realize it, but yeah. And then Miles Morales recognizes it, and then he calls him out, and he pushes him, literally shoves him back in his universe. Yeah, and, so. and, and also, and also uh, visually, they, they, when when Peter Parker was trying to confront Mary Jane mm-hmm. in a party, it was Gwen Stacy of all people mm-hmm. who who pulled him back. Yeah. It's you know. beautiful stuff. So there's I, layers, layers for Spider-Man fans in this movie. I cannot watch. I cannot wait to watch it again. To watch it, yeah. I can't wait to get it on uh, on on Blu-ray, or whatever. It's 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 just wonderful. It's and just I kind of want to watch it in 3D too, because I'm watching no. it. I'm like, this would look actually really good in 3D. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I kind of, I kind of. I'm not quite there yet because I hate 3D. But yeah, I, but that's the thing though. I, yeah. I I I usually avoid 3D, but this movie mm-hmm. is really making me want to watch it in yeah. 3D because there's so many scenes that heck the credit sequence. 
make me maybe think that oh this should be this should be in yeah. 3D. It's, I'm definitely gonna watch it again when it because uh, the opening weekend is when they show it on the AMC Dolby surround sound blah, blah, blah. I'm definitely gonna watch it again this weekend. I think it's, it's oh this coming weekend. Yeah. It's upcoming weekend stuff like that. It's 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 an incredible achievement. It's the, everybody that worked on this should be very very proud. Yeah. This and, is, and the cast are really good too. The yeah. voice the voice casting are really great. Mm-hmm. Everybody everybody brought their A game. This is the only one I didn't like is actually Lily Tomlin. I don't like her. Well, she has a small role, mate. Yeah, Nate Parker. I mean, that's why. Yeah, there isn't really much, really. But, yeah, but it's there. Yeah, could she just got Melissa Tomei? No, I don't know. It's 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 good stuff. Should they have just got Melissa Tomei? <laughs> oh, Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei. But but yeah yeah no, no, she, yeah yeah. yeah. Oh, no J. Jonah Jameson? That's surprising. I'm sorry, what? No J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. That's surprising. Um, and, and like you said, Green, Green, Green Goblin got the short shift as well. Which like, is fine. Which is fine, yeah. We've, this, we've seen Green Goblin, Norman Osborn. Yeah, because if you think about it, oh. Norman, Os- Norman Osborn is more of the corporate guy. He's the more of the science guy, you know what I mean? Kingpin is not, is not really his thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, no, but, yeah. but we haven't really seen much of Spider-Man versus Kingpin, which yeah. we see a lot of in the comic books. Yeah. So it's it's finally time we got that that live action that movie version of the Spider-Man I, versus Kingpin. Then. As a comic book fan, I do kind of miss J. Jonah Jameson and stuff. Like that. But to be fair, I, I don't dock points for it because this is Miles' story. You know what I mean? Right. You know, so yeah. But the Daily Blue Girl at least had had like a thing. Yeah, I thought I actually there was a scene where I thought Jane Jones Jameson was, would, would come out is actually at the funeral for Peter Parker. I thought she, he was standing like in the, the comic books, right? Yeah, yeah. Didn't he do the same in the comic books? I believe he did. He, I don't know if he showed up in the funeral, but he does take. He a, had a, he had a monologue about Peter Parker. Yeah, he takes right. a prominent role at, uh, after Peter Parker dies. He, try, he tries to redeem himself uh, after Peter Parker dies. I believe in the comics. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Ultimate Universe. Yeah, least. I believe he does interact with Miles a little bit in a comic. I think it was. I think it was that. I think it was him talking to the new Spider Man and talking about Peter Parker. Yeah, and blah, blah, blah. he regret how much how much of a ball buster he is. But yeah, but is yeah, that what it was. But yeah, okay, yeah, something like that. I. I have a horrible memory now, but yeah, okay. But like I said, I don't dock points for not having Jane Joe Jameson. Yeah, but like I said, that's just like a small, yeah, small thing. Like like the whole Ganky thing. Well, yeah. Ganky is a huge part of Miles Morales, but. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> I really do think there there was gonna be a beat, or there would be beats with Genki, but because uh, Homecoming came out, they kind of I think they they exited and stuff like that. Well, plus based on the ending, it does seem like they, yeah, he'll be, gonna, be, he'll be you wrong. know, it might be like a sequel thing that they have sure. in mind. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, let's talk about the after credits. The greatest after credits scene <laughs> of all time. It is the greatest after credits of it all time. It is the great. It's just absolutely brilliant. I, I thought it was just going to be, oh, they're introducing Miguel O'Hara of Spider-Man 2099. First of all, but I'm no, an idiot. it's more than that. Yeah. First of all, I'm an idiot. Of course they would bring up 2099. You know Alchemax? I mean? yeah, of course. And also, if you're going to do a multiverse, he's one of the most prominent multiverse alternative Spider-Mans out there, actually. You right, know? right. I actually read... 2099 when it first came out back he's, in the day. He's so. the only 2099 character from that Marvel line of 2099 comic yeah. books that actually survived. Yeah, because people love people. It's actually a beloved character. He's he's had comic books uh, since the 2099 line got got canceled. You know, yeah. he's I, I don't even books. remember who the other 2099 characters were. Punisher, Doctor Doom, and yeah, but I mean they were so forgettable. Yeah, they, but they but great. but Miguel was like the only yeah. one that actually stuck. It's so good because Peter David, back in the writer of uh, 2099, he's a great writer. And then and when that came out, that was actually right in his prime. You know what I mean? And I remember reading those first few years. It's so, the uh, uh, the O'Hara character is so funny, so witty and stuff like that. He's he's a great character and stuff like that. And of course, of course, if you do a, if you're going to do a multiverse Spider-Man movie, of course 2099 is going to show up. It's great. Yeah. And yeah. then, 
And then he and then, goes back to the beginning. <laughs> and then the, the whole Spider-Man animated series from 6 to 7, yep. the pointing thing. <laughs> and and he, he, he comments... He he comments on the greatest. Is it a a a, a gif or do you call it a gif? It's what a is that? GIF. Yeah, it's a gif with the two Spider Man pointer. Yeah, <laughs> I literally sent Jami the gif like a day before yeah. the movie. Mm-hmm. We before we watched the movie, yeah. and then sure enough, that's the one that popped yeah. up. You can only have so much of a conversation about Spider Man online, or whatever, without using that gif at some point. You know what I mean? <laughs> at some point during any kind of conversation about Spider Man, that gif is gonna come out, right? The two Spider Man's <laughs> pointing at each other. You know what I mean? You can't. Actually, you can't go a day in, in living in America talking about anything without having that gift come out. It's yeah. like, it's one of the most used gifts of all time. And they, they comment on it. He puts it in his... It, it's mind-blowing how brilliant that is. Yeah. I mean, I, I need to rewatch it because I was laughing so yeah. much. I don't even remember that dialogue. Yeah, I, I don't remember the dialogue. I didn't hear it because I was laughing so much. Yeah. That was, that was incredible. It's, oh, J. Joe Jameson shows up in that. Though. Yeah, he did. He, he did. did show up in that. So. They, made, they made a comment like, what are they doing? Or something, yeah. something, something like that, that right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it made me feel with such joy and happiness yeah. and some of that. Yeah. This, that's why this is the best Spider-Man movie because yeah. it, it really covers so much about what we love about Spider-Man. Yeah. And I believe they call that, because uni- all the universes are n- numbered, right? And that one is 67, which I think is the name, the year of that cartoon, right? Oh, is that what? Is that? I think that's a reference to maybe. Anyway, well, yeah. I mean, that was like, that was the year the cartoon came out. Yeah, yeah. But, but I didn't I know think, that it was University of Seven. Yeah, because when he was talking, when O'Hara was talking to the hologram, she asked him like, "Oh, well, where should you start?" Or something. No, he said from the at, at, the, at beginning. the beginning. At the beginning. I remember so, a number though. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. she, she said, "Oh, it's uh, sixty-seven University sixty-seven, and then that's where he went. I think. Yeah. Oh, fills me with such great joy. Yeah, I loved it. So the it great, is- the great, great. I think it. I think we can call it. It is the greatest after credit scene of all time. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it totally is. Yeah. after credit. Because <laughs> after credits, they, they do a couple things, right? They do. First thing they do is they they'll do a funny one, a joke, ha ha ha. And the other thing they do is they they point to the next movie. You know, what I mean? they push right. the movie forward. And this one does both at the same time. Yeah, it does both. It promised twenty nine. <laughs> it, it has one of the greatest jokes ever. It's just funny. Oh. Can't wait to watch this again. <laughs> I can't wait to watch this again. It's a great. I can't wait to own it. Actually, I just can't wait to own it yep. and look at it again. It's great. It's amazing. It's spectacular. It's superior to the yeah, other Spider superior. movies. Right. Superior, yeah. It's good. big, big thumbs up. And stuff it's like that. your friendly oh, neighborhood. Right. All right. All right. <laughs> How many more do we, we got here? All right. Thanks for listening, folks. Uh, Jiaming, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on the Twitter, J I A M I N G L I O U. And this is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5 on my I Saw Movie blog on the Stuff and Joe. Stuff and Joe. Oh, why do I keep saying Stuff and Joe? This is like the second time in the week I said this. Uh, the Stuff and Junk podcast uh, on the uh, weekly comic strip. Anything who what's If you want to send you us our email. <laughs> what? What happened? If you want to send us email, send it to whatworsewhy at gmail.com. If you want to show your support, head over to whatworsewhy.com slash support to find out how. Um, if you want to send us a quick comment, go to our Instagram page, our Facebook page, or on the website itself. And music has been provided by the White Axis. Find them at thewhyaxis.com. All the links and information can be found at whowhatworsewhy.com. All right. So I, I think I think we will establish that uh, that advanced screenings are the new midnight screenings yes. from from back in the day, mm-hmm. back when midnight screens were a thing. And what more of this? What more, what more of, this? of this? I could do this all day. I would actually. I pay regular price. I would pay more to see to see the the, the movie early and stuff like that. Yeah. Because number one, it's a week early, so you know, and God bless. And in some cases, two weeks early. Yeah. And also, because it's a special screening, they don't put the same number of trailers in front yeah. for the for these screenings. We only saw one 
trailer in front of Spider-Verse. Yeah, and it was a Sony movie. And that's, oh, and that's the only reason why. Because right now, I have been looking at my phone when uh, when I go in and when the movie starts. The average right now is like 20 to 25 minutes. Yeah, 20 to 25 tra- minutes, yeah. It's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous number of trailers and stuff like that. You know, it's, yeah. Uh, this is, uh, hopefully, this is the future. But we talked about it. We think this is yeah. only because I. We think this is only because it's the holidays. There's a lot of movies crammed. That and they didn't really have that much confidence in whether yeah. this Spider-Man movie will actually work for the public yeah. or not. It's a combination of getting hype for a movie, also like it's a crowded holiday season. I don't yeah, think they're about. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna do this for like you know Avengers. If, yeah, that sort of thing. Because <laughs> that'd be too sweet. That would be too sweet. But I'm I'm hoping that the studios realize that hey, maybe you shouldn't just cater to the press. Cater to the audience as well. Give them yeah. the option to watch this stuff early. And not and not because of like some kind of uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Mm-hmm. Uh, not public screening, but um, uh, not not advanced screening. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, test audience. Yeah. And, like don't don't just save it for the test audience and don't just save it for the press. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, allow like regular people to buy a ticket and watch it in advance. Yeah. And also, you feel free to team up with other corporations. I think the Aquaman that you're going to next week is a Amazon. Is that came off Amazon? Just you can do that too and stuff like that. That's fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever, whatever. Take whatever it takes for us to see the movie in advance and also uh, less trailers. That's, that's yeah, it, it does seem like cuz the studios are not not obviously desperate, but they're looking for other a- re- re- avenues yeah. to to make money. Yeah. And you know you know what's very appealing for a lot of people? Watching movie early. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, hey man. I have Amazon Prime. Hey, I'll see Aquaman early. Come on, stuff like that. You know, hey, come on, man. It's good times. It's good times. Good times. But once again, we emphasize, if you haven't read the Ultimate Spider-Man comic books, read the Ultimate Spider-Man comic books because they are really as good as as we say it is. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yes. All right. This has been another episode of Spoilers, Please, which is part of the Who Was Worst Winner.